Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, welcome, welcome one and all. It's this week's edition of the Spurs Show. I'm Mike Lee. Thank you so much for joining us. So much to cover tonight. And tonight on the show, I've got two dicks on the show. Firstly, a man who's been on the show many, many times. <laughs> uh, presenter, raconteur, Richard Crackers Cracknell. How are you, Rich? Raconteur. Hey. You forgot Bon Viver as well. I, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> How are I'm you? I'm very well, very well, thank you, Mike. Yeah, yes. you, you're looking well. I'm, I'm not bad, I'm not bad at all. Um, Good. Things, things aren't too bad at all. And also joining us, there's not many men uh, who come on the Spurs show who can say their father not only lifted the FA Cup twice, but the league title. But this man can, uh, returning on the show again, Richard Blanchflower. How much, how are you, Richard? Mike, I'm fine. Nice Good. to be with you again. You're looking well. You're looking well. <clears throat> well, there's been very few occasions on the show this, this, this season where we can look back at two wins in a row. Uh, last week's show with Theo was a bit doom and gloom. Um, it, uh, things weren't looking good. And it's an amazing, not many people, I don't think anyone predicted the thumping win at Palace, but that's what we got. Uh, slightly more difficult uh, game at the weekend, bizarrely, against Portsmouth, but we're in the uh, draw for the fourth round. We've got Preston North End away. But before we look at those games, uh, Crackers, we'll start with you just been announced that Gareth Bale, age 33, has retired not only from international football, but domestic football as well. Uh, a bit of a surprise. He's only just gone to America. We thought that uh, he'd spent a bit of time there, but he's just announced that's it. He's packing it in. Um, I, you know, a little bit surprising. Where, uh, I mean, it's very difficult, it happens so soon, but you know, Gareth Bale, an incredible servant for the club. Where do you think, when we look back in years to come, where do you think we'll, we'll rank him in the Tottenham greats? Oh, wow. Uh, he's right up there for me, 
Mike, it's, um, I mean, you know, Richard Blanche Flowery, that was before my era, but I hear stories of Danny and Jimmy Greaves and John White, etc. But I, I never got to see them play. So I think you can only judge the players that you actually saw yourself. And um, born to play for Spurs, as, as the song goes, he, he really was, wasn't he? He got you off your seat. He was just, he was sensational, wasn't he? You know, the night at the San Siro, I was lucky enough to go to that. And then at White Hart Lane. But, you know, the goal against West Ham, you know how much I hate West Ham. West Ham, <laughs> I, I can't stand them. I, I hate them. And he's banged that one in that night. And I was lucky enough to be at Upton Park that night as well. The goal against Stoke. and But just... You know, being a Tottenham fan as I have since, well, 75, 76 season, it's those players that get you off your seat, isn't it? You know, it's Ginola, it's it's um, Gascoigne, it was Klinsman. Um, so many players that get you up off your seat. And he's one of them. He was one of them. As soon as he picked that ball up, the noise of every seat clacking upwards, like, boom, 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 up they go, because you're up and you're off your seat. And you're watching him fly down the wing. Incredible. That's that's what you live for in football, you know. It's, I, I know that the current incumbent, Mr. Conte, divides opinion amongst fans and some of the football's a bit, a mm, little bit chewy. But there was a boy that gave you those moments, those get up off your seat and go, oh, what's coming here? So, you know, he really, really is up there. He was such a delight to watch. He had everything. Um, you know, he had the poise, the balance, the strength, the power, the speed, everything you wanted to see. What you go and pay your 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds now to go and watch. That's what you want to go and see. And that's what he gave you. He, he was he was just the essence of, of Tottenham Hotspur and uh, you know it was such a shame when he come back for that second yeah none time, of us really saw him you know I'm really saw him and you know Jose never really played him and he, nobody was in the stadium and 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 that's a shame so I mean he's a free agent now can't we just can't we have him <laughs> back for just just for a couple of games just a, just a couple yeah. Yeah, Sunday can you imagine if he actually rolled out on Sunday like the place would absolutely erupt wouldn't it it was I know he was he was a joy to watch yeah. um woefully underappreciated out here in Spain by the Real Madrid fans a- absolutely he was but I just always felt like Tottenham was his home. That's that's where it happened for him. You know, same as Gascoigne, that was the place where you saw where you saw Bow. And he was brilliant at Madrid as well. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. But he was he was loved at Tottenham. Absolutely mm. loved. Yeah. Richard, it's interesting. There's not many uh great Tottenham players who, when they leave Tottenham, go on to better things. It's normally most sort of top Tottenham players. Um, kind of obviously, there's a few that have gone on to Modric being being a case in point, but not that many go on to to, to even bigger, better things. And his record at Real Madrid and the Champions League wins are incredible. But when you look at him and how he started at Tottenham, couldn't get a win under his belt, uh, as Richard as Crackers said, there sort of came of age at the San Siro. You've obviously seen 
including your father, some absolutely great, great Tottenham players. Where, where would you place him? Um, one of them. Mm. A magnificent athlete, terrific left foot. Um, it's a shame that the sort of finishing memory of him will be his performances in the World Cup. I suppose it's fitting he was there. But uh, no, he did brilliantly at Real Madrid. Um, he, he won things. He, he won Champions League uh, medals there. In fact, he, he won one game almost on his own. No, he's a terrific player, but we, we've had a lot of great players over the years. Yeah, no, that, that's fair enough. Well, anyway, we wish him well. Uh, Indeed. Probably become a professional golf player, where I thought. I knowing probably will be. His, I think that was his first love, really, so it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Well, look, we've got two games to uh, cover. As I mentioned before, uh, Theo on the show last week, it was all a bit doom and gloom. And uh, crackers, we went to uh, Crystal Palace, and everyone on the show last week was going, oh, God, you want to go to a place the way we're playing, it's going to be a bit <laughs> tough. And, um, and and the first half, it was looking that way. We, we started brightly, faded, went back in our shells, but bang, bang, second half, that man again, Harry Kane. And uh, I, I mean, I've been walking on air all week after that result. One of the first games I've missed, either oh, really? watching in the stadium mm-hmm. or watching on TV. Oh, why was that? Where were you? Uh, so it, it's my it was my wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations! Thank you very much. Just many, many said years. it would never last. No. Congratulations! <laughs> Twenty six years, as I keep telling my wife, she'd have been out by now. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so so I actually dragged her along on our wedding anniversary a few years ago to Wembley to watch us play West Ham in the in one of the cups, and uh, we lost that night. And I thought to myself, oh, you know what, Tottenham at the moment, they're, mm. you know, they're not, they're not on my list of priorities. So I said to my wife, come on, we're going to go out for a meal. I cannot watch them anymore. It's, it's doing my brain. And after the Villa game, I just cannot watch them. We'll go out and have dinner. Now, adding to this, I've been banging the drum for Brian Hill Ever since he, he came here, because out here in Spain, everybody at my lad's football club has been telling me, what a player, what a player. He's a great player. And I've been banging the drum, banging the drum. This Brian Hill's a kid. He, he's he's going to tear it up for Tottenham. And um, after a few performances from Brian Hill, people have been messaging me on social media saying to me, this Brian Hill kid that you keep talking up, he's too lightweight. He's just not doing it for me. Send it, sell him, get him gone. So off we go out for our anniversary meal, come out of the restaurant in one of the resorts here in Lanzarote, walk up the hill, uh, funnily enough, yeah. past the bar and we're three nil up, aren't we? Amazing. And I'm like, oh, my days. And there was Were you a meant to go past band. that bar? Was that a bit of a detour? It was the long might, way home. <laughs> it might have been the long way back to the car. And there's a Tottenham fan sat watching it on the screen. I went, he went, oh, you Tottenham? I went, yeah, 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 I'm Tottenham fan. So he went, oh, three nil up. He went, do you know that Spanish kid, Brian Hill? He's absolutely tore it up tonight. And I was like, oh, my days. Like, we're three nil up. Brian Hill's had a masterclass and I've missed it. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it was... Um, it was nice to see Tottenham in the face of adversity because they'd had a fair old <coughs> bit of stick after yeah. the Villa game, actually go out there. And uh, and it was a tricky old game to go. That's that's one place you would not want to go, Palace. And uh, I saw the highlights. And in the second half, job done. So, you know, as much as Conte splits opinions for people, he does seem to keep 
getting the job done, doesn't he? He just seems there's something that he gets from this team. And you think to yourself, there's something there with this man. There, there, there really is. You know, the football's a bit chewy sometimes. And yeah, there, there, there's, some, there's something there, something to stick with and somebody to to, to get behind. So, um, yeah, a, a, a good good result to bounce back with. Very absolutely, much so. Absolutely. Richard, I mean, were you? did you watch the game thinking, oh, God, here we go again? Or, or were you yeah, quietly but- optimistic? No, no, no. The first half, I was getting very frustrated. And uh, Gil's a bit lightweight, but uh, he's a skillful player. I, I just think we've just got to stick with him. But an important point, the, the sort of way we play, it's important we score the first goal. Mm. Yeah. Because if, if we let the first goal in, sides just sit back and we haven't really got the creativity or the width. I mean, even watching Saturday's game, um, I was disappointed with Sessegnon. Um, you know, he, he should be getting... Get, getting round sides like that and getting crosses in all the time. Um, frustrating. But going back to the Villa match, um, you, you realise how good some players are sometimes when you haven't got them there. And I've said it before on this programme, Betten Kerr, I think, is a terrific player. Um, I think him and Kulisevsky, we've really been missing. Um, so hopefully one or two of them might be back at the weekend. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's why it was, it's so important to, to see that win uh, obviously, Kane a couple of goals. Nice to see Son. Uh, the relief of him. Uh, admittedly, it was a slightly deflected shot, but uh, getting he's, those. He's odd, isn't it? He's, he looks like something that's lost a lot of confidence. Whether it was that bash in the face he got when we played the German side, you know, he's had to wear the mask since. But um, bit by bit, it looks like his confidence is slowly coming back. Hopefully, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I hope so too. And 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 uh, and, and again, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the game of the weekend. I thought he. he Sort of improved in that one as well, but it was a really, really important win. Uh, kept us up there, um, and uh, you know, and, and, a, and a clean sheet as well, which is which is always always nice. Yeah. And then, um, and then obviously at the weekend, the FA Cup third round, uh, a potential banana skin crackers. Um, I mm. don't think we played that well, uh, as Richard said. That once we sort of got the first goal. That was it. We didn't. We didn't really look in danger. I didn't. It wasn't one of those games. You thought, oh, once we went one up, as, as Richard said, crackers. Uh, it was pretty, pretty uh, straightforward. Um, uh, Skip missed a really, really good chance. We obviously hit the post as well. Uh, Royale header. Um, but I suppose the game will be remembered for Harry Kane. Now, brilliant, brilliant goal. Fantastic hope- goal. Fantastic. And, uh, brilliant goal. And um haven't seen a score many like that as well, which was nice. And, and Crackers, you know, in the hat, pressed the next round, a decent draw. Yeah, very, very much so. And I know a lot of people were moaning about that performance, but I kind of get the feeling that the team might have been put on manners from uh, from the management and in the dressing room don't get out of second gear unless you absolutely have to. And as you say, we never looked in danger, got got the goal and just managed the game. And there's there's got to be an eye on next Saturday, uh, sorry, next Sunday coming along and the Arsenal game. And you think to yourself, nobody's going to want to put, put, put one in and, uh, you know, tackles and go flying into stuff. You imagine if you, you know, take a whack on the knee and it puts you out for a couple of weeks and you miss that. 
in a game versus Portsmouth. So I think we just very professionally managed the game rather than a poor performance. And we just jogged along, done enough. And, um, you know, Harry's goal, as soon as he nicked that two, three yards across the defender and that little space opened up, I shouted goal before he even hit it. You just know where that's going. And, um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great goal. Um, as you say, we're missing a couple of per- people in the team: Kulisevsky, um, Betancourt, uh, Richarlison as well. Mm-hmm. If they're back for next week, then uh, then it's all set up now, isn't it? But as you say, into the hat, Preston away. Eight Premier League teams have now gone out mm-hmm. as well. Let's hope another yeah. one goes out this evening. <laughs> and, uh, yes, um, yes. We're, we're yeah. So, the so let's see. Oxford but game. but yeah. we're we're desperate. We're desperate for a cup final and a cup win, aren't we? I think it'll just give everybody such a lift. I know so many people now deride the FA Cup, for, but for me, Mike Richard, it just means everything. You know, that's what we grew up on. That's what hooked me into the club. 81, 82. That's that's what what, what got me into this uh, this fine mess that we currently find ourselves in sort of 40 odd years ago. And um, yeah, I, I love the FA Cup. I absolutely love it. And a, a day out of Wembley and to win it, wow, would just mean everything. It would just lift the club somewhere else. Mm, absolutely. Richard, I mean, you know, uh, it's interesting with the players out, the fact we had to play Kane, we played Sun. Um, I basically, I know, I know we changed everything else, but we couldn't change the forward line. You look at that bench at the weekend. I mean, my God, talk about thin. I mean, I could get on that bench. I mean, it's kind of, I, you know, we'll talk after the break about the transfer window. But clearly when you look at that squad, when you have two, three players out, which is not that many. You look at Chelsea, you've got far more out, much, much stronger. Okay, they're not doing particularly well at the moment, which is hilarious. Um, but you kind of think we still need to get some more senior players in, in, in that squad, pushing some of the other players. But particularly, I mean, the most important positions, the way Conte plays, in my view, are the wing-backs. You need width. And when we saw Portsmouth at the weekend getting nine, ten men behind the ball, you know, you've got to get round them. You're not going to be able to play through them very easily. I mean, games like that, you're on a hiding to nothing. Everybody expects you to win. Mm. You ask Aston Villa, you know, they've they've lost a a silly game there Mm. um, in a competition like us, which is probably our best chance of winning something this season. Yeah. Um, the, the quandary is you, you want to try and play quite a strong side in the FA Cup, but you also got one eye on the league position and one eye on the Champions League match that's coming up against Milan. Hence, hence having a big squad and a squad yeah. that players can come in like for like positions. Um, and I think we're, we're certainly short there. Well, look, let's go to a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at the January transfer window. Uh, the incredible record so close now Harry Kane to equal if not then go on and better uh, the Jimmy Greaves record Uh, back in a couple of minutes Hey guys, it is Ryan I'm not sure if you know this about me but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can I like to work but I like fun too It's a thing and now the truth is out there I can tell you about my favourite place to have fun Chumba Casino They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Whistleblowers Daily is a bite-sized podcast that goes out every weekday of the football season. Join Mark Smith and a rotation of guests as they give you all the headlines plus some concise opinion on each, arming you with all the up-to-date football knowledge you need to get through your day. Whether it's bringing you reaction to the big games, fallout from the latest VAR scandal, or just someone to keep a tally of all Erling Haaland's hat-tricks, Whistleblowers Daily is the show to sort you out. Whistleblowers Daily, available every weekday of the football season. Search for The Whistleblowers wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget our monthly London live shows are up and running. All you've got to do is go to season.spurshow.net. You and a mate can come to all our intimate uh, uh, London events in the heart of uh, the glittering West End. Uh, January 25th, we've got Jerry Armstrong, a man I've always wanted to meet. Uh, wonderful stories, a man obviously beyond Tottenham, that incredible 82 World Cup for Northern Ireland. He's going to be there signing copies of his autobiography. It's going to be a great, great night in January. In February, we've got Neil Razor Ruddock joining us. I'm sure there'll be some uh, amusing anecdotes there. Uh, it's literally just a tenner a month for you and a mate, a fiver a ticket. So sign up, season.spurshow.net. Also for premium content, including a daily news show, go to patreon.com slash spurshow and support the show in the process and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and leave us a nice review on iTunes. Um, we're going to talk about the massive game on Sunday. Uh, that This will be a separate preview show coming out uh, probably Friday, Saturday. But uh, let's talk a bit about the transfer window. Richard there talked a bit about what is needed. Crackers, the latest tonight, um, a player that I've been banging on about, because obviously now I'm based in Portugal, Pedro Porro. Uh, latest reports are that Tottenham are getting closer to this deal. There is a release clause that um, uh, Sporting Lisbon wanted honoured. Uh, latest reports coming out tonight is Tottenham, surprise, surprise, £5 million short of that. Still waiting for that last-minute deal. It's so frustrating. This is a player that they could have got the deal done, ready, fit for Sunday. You know, and it's just so short-sighted. Uh, is, is it a player that you know much about, Crackers? No, not not really. But, you know, you, you sort of um, go to those that do watch uh, such players and they tell you how good he is and there's interest. We saw him twice. Obviously, we played sports yeah. twice. Uh Particularly the game away, I thought he looked really, really strong. Yeah, uh, really, yeah. really quick getting forward. Just he just looked like a proper wing back, which we just don't really have. Exactly. And do you know what, Mike? In Conte, I, I trust. And if he wants him, uh, and you know the team that's out there identifying playing players want him, and you sort of read some of the reports of people that watch. Players like him want him. Just go and get him. Just go and get him. We were, we were sold the dream of this new stadium on all the revenues from it going in to these players being brought in. So, like, please, just I mean, what's it? Forty-five million release clause, mm-hmm. which just is mind-boggling to somebody like me on like four pound fifty a week. <laughs> the forty-five million just seems absolutely ludicrous. But put that into the context of football, 
and and the stadium revenues that are generated. I mean, it's free lots of beer at Lady Gaga on icy monster trucks, isn't yeah. it, or wherever else? That's just in your box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> exactly that. You know, it's that, that's nothing money now. It really is nothing money, and the, and the wages as well. This is this is where we have to be going to keep up now, and. You know, I don't like it. I, 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 you know, football, but that's football now, isn't it? You either put your clown suit on and join the circus, or you you get out of town. So, if they want forty five million, and he's a player that's generating interest with other clubs, you just have to go. Okay, give you give them the money. Give them, you know this haggling for like fours and five millions just seems to be so. It's just ridiculous, you know, it's especially when you start getting down to a couple of million. That is absolutely ridiculous. So if that's what the what Conte wants and, and Paratici wants and needs, just go and get it done. Go yeah. and get it done. Because, you know, with money in football now, guess what? Come the end of the season, all the TV companies and all the sp- shirt sponsors and all the boot sponsors and, you know, we're sponsoring this, that and everything else, they all come along with another big bucket of money to pour into, into football. Go and get it done. We, we are woefully short as well of options and especially at wingbacks. Hello, come on. We're playing a wingback system You've got to have wing backs, and if nothing else, I think I'm going to put a thousand pounds in just so I don't have to watch Royal anymore. Like I'm going to start start one of these uh, like crowdfunder things. Please, yeah. no more. There's a thousand pounds. Put that towards somebody else other than Royal, please. Exactly. Richard, um, there was a there was a talk. Um, Sky Sports Today uh, reported it was a an American journalist worked for CBS reported that. Tottenham, Daniel Levy particularly, was in talks with the Qatar Investment Group, who uh, have obviously um, have shares and majority shares in PSG and uh, Braga in Portugal. Tottenham, very unusually, very quickly came out to deny any meeting took place. Uh, if you believe the journalists, there's talk about uh, the Qatar is trying to, from this year, put more minority states into different clubs, have a bit of a say. Do you think there's any uh, um, any, any credence to this story? Presumably, you know, leave as the chairman. If someone is looking to put money into any kind of uh, uh, football club, you you could argue you you would probably have that conversation. Obviously, a lot of Spurs fans rightly up in arms that. Uh, this nation with the sport washing and everything we know about them and human rights and uh, uh, pretty up in arms. Do you think there's anything to it? it it's possible. I mean, the, the, the main owner, Joe Lewis, is um, quite an old man now, isn't he? So mm. uh, it, it's feasible that he might consider selling uh, a chunk of his ownership. I mean, it's been frustrating that we haven't been able to uh, arrange a deal on naming the stadium rights. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, which, which will yeah. bring in a lot of money. And I, I thought yeah. that they were going to get somebody like a Google or somebody, yeah. you know, with our links with American football might mm. be interested in coming in on that. But uh, maybe he's holding out for quite a high price on that as well. Yeah, where do you think most fans would stand, Richard, with, let's say, um, the guitarist says, yes, we're going to put X in and the club sort of say, oh, this money will go towards the transfers we're all talking about. Um, well, the, the thing that struck me is, I mean, a club with sort of quite strong Jewish background, mm. it would be surprising if they were really sort of dealing with Arabs, wouldn't it? 
Possibly. I mean, there was that there was that argument a little while back. I mean, uh, I think things have sort of changed now in the Emirates. I think it's sort of. Uh, not as bad as it used to. And I'm getting this, but the argument is business is business and yeah. they want to invest in uh, various clubs. Crackers, where, 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 where do you sit on this? As I said, this is all um, speculation. Tottenham, who don't normally even talk, um, mention these things, came out very, very quickly to say this mm. meeting never took place. Um, <laughs> after the European Super League uh, fiasco, I don't think many uh, many Spurs fans would think, well, this meeting probably did take place, even if it was an informal Correct. chat. What Correct. do you reckon? Well, I don't think this European Super League's gone anywhere. To be honest, Mike, I think it's just been mothballed and it will be back. And I think it's going to come back with so much money that the clubs can't turn it down and it will find its way through and they will threaten sanctions against players playing for national teams. And I think they'll just turn around and say, fine, no problem. Then you won't have any star players at your World Cups and the European Championships going forward. And uh, you, you're probably going to end up with a situation like Live Golf, where they'll just throw money at it, money at it, money at it until they, they get it through, because that's that's the game that it, that it is now. So, look, with the Qatari money... You you look at what what's, what goes on and some of the human rights issues and that. And God bless anybody that says no, that's me done. I can't be part of this. But the reality of it is, Mike, like yourself, I've been a fan since the, like the mid seventies. Just try shutting off your emotions and support for fifty, you know, fifty years. It's it's impossible. It is just impossible because that's your club. They're in your DNA. They're in your heart, and it's very very difficult to walk away from whoever comes in and invests into the club. So you could say I don't like it, but you know, try not watching Tottenham if they get a big injection of money and the world's best players all of a sudden start turning up and, you know, you're winning games and you're playing football with a flair and a passion. Um, anybody that walks away from that, I'll say to them, well, well done to you for having the willpower um, for, for doing that. But I just don't see how you can switch your emotions off and, the whole thing now is just a circus, isn't it? It's just a, like this brash circus of money and, and everything. And it's just, uh, I think it's just the, the, the way it is. I think you just have to literally turn around and go, I'm not watching that anymore. I'm going to go over Haringey Borough every other Saturday <laughs> and, and, and watch that. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 a tough one. It will give a lot of people a lot of sleepless nights, I think. But for me... I just I can't switch it off. It's honestly, Mike. It's like legalized drug dealing, isn't it? Football is a drug, and we're all hopeless junkies with it. <laughs> we 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 really are, and this is why they get involved with football because they know they've got you at your very base essence of your emotions, my, my, and it's my, so my, difficult to walk away. My, my frustration with it, if there is any credence to it, is that we have an owner who's extremely wealthy anyway. And the big frustration is when Enoch took over, we thought all, all this money is going to be put in. 
Tottenham have made a big match about we're sustainable and we're not spending money we don't have and anything we make is invested back into the playing into the uh, into back onto into the you know the playing side of things. They made a big thing um, about a year ago and oh well, the last transfer window they're releasing 100 120 million pound extra now uh, equity Enica putting in and this money is going to be used for transfers barely any of it was used for transfers that money is not even talked about now um th- that it's available you talked earlier about you know pay up pull up this extra 5 million there's a frustration there that Tottenham I think the owners could be doing more uh, to put money in to put us look we're never going to be up there with the man cities at the moment we get that um, Man United, you could say, uh, obviously a big, bigger global brand. But certainly financially, what we bring in through gate receipts, we're up there with the Liverpools, we're up there with the Arsenals. Um, one could argue now, now that Abramovich is gone, we, we're up there with, with, with the Chelsea's as well, with, with, with the money. And that's the frustration when you look at all these massive clubs and the only one that hasn't lifted the title in all that time is Tottenham Hotspur. The only one now that hasn't lifted a trophy for, since 2002 uh, is, uh, is, is, is Tottenham Hotspur. This is, this is the frustration uh, that us, us fans have. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see if any more comes out of this rumour or or that's it. But I think uh, all fans want to see some decent business done in the next uh, two and a half, three weeks of this uh, transfer window. Well, look, let's leave it there for now. We're going to be back uh, on Friday previewing this huge, huge game against the Woolard Wanderers. We'll talk about Harry Kane. We all hope, all of us there on Sunday, that that is the day that Kane breaks the extraordinary Jimmy Greaves record. You couldn't wish for a, a, a more hated club to do it against. For him to bang in the winner against that lot would be absolutely wonderful. So for now, uh, Richard Blancheflower, Crackers, thank you so much for joining us. As I said, we're back on Friday. Until then, come on, you Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, Check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.